the highest and greatest sages throughout the history of Kali Yuga have taught the same ultimate doctrine, but they have taught this usually only to their most advanced disciples who were already shifted from ego to soul consciousness. But toward the end of Kali Yuga, of course, it had to become public knowledge for the world as a a final offering of truth to a world that had so fallen away from the real uh, that uh, the, the knowledge could no longer be transmitted in the traditional way and had to be uh, disseminated via the morphogenic field and the information that could be uh, published in books. And now in other media. And that uh, teaching we know as the Ajatavada, which Sri Ramana is perhaps the most recent expositor of and embodiment of. And to this level of consciousness, the supreme level of the spectrum of consciousness that is possible to us, there is no perception of subject or object. There is no conceptualization or symbolization of the real. There is direct realization, and that realization is there is no world, there is no cosmos, there is no multiplicity of different beings. All of that is part of an illusion. There aren't even different souls. There is only the one self. And what appears to those in ego consciousness is a kind of mirage or dream, partially self-created through the ego's projections and karma, partially through the soul's trajectory and teleological destiny. But none of that is real except as information. And at the level of the Supreme Consciousness, there is only 
light that carries information. Divine light. Light that emanates directly the energy of infinite love and carries that truth that can be partially translated into symbolic form, but only partially. And so to a sage at that level, nothing is ever happening. Because there is no world, there are no others, there is no I even, there is just that, there is just presence. Presence that understands everything, presence that's infinitely intelligence, presence that is the source of the information of the dream field. But that presence is presence to itself, not to any other. And so the illusion of some events happening in a world does not occur in that consciousness. Nothing changes. That level of consciousness is eternal. And the blissful luminosity does never dim or alter. However, for those who are at lower levels of the spectrum of consciousness, there is indeed a world. And at the ego level, that world is now in a very perilous state. And so part of the reason for this satsang this evening is that uh, today another leap in the acceleration of events, the escalation of the uh, tension of uh, conflict uh, increased significantly, when the uh, German foreign minister declared that the entire West is in fact at war with Russia. And uh, this is as close to a a formal declaration of such as uh, as needs uh, to be declared, at least uh, from Russia's perspective, certainly. Uh, they, they, of course, got the message about that some time back. But uh, this was accompanied by the decision to send uh, uh, both uh, Abrams tanks from the U.S. and Leopard tanks from Germany and other NATO countries that uh, were using them. And the difference between the, these tanks and, uh, and tanks already in Ukraine is that they use uranium-filled shell casings. And as you probably know, that's what uh, the U.S. used in its invasion of Iraq, and it littered Iraq with uh, radiation, making much of its environment unlivable. 
Russia does not want that to happen to what is its own uh, territory or that of its neighbor. With good reason. And of course, this constitutes a casus belli in the traditional sense that it is an act of war regardless of whether there is a declaration. So we are now uh, in a, a slightly changed game because the uh, the goal of the situation is out in the open for the public, not that the governments didn't know. Uh, but once the figureheads declare this, uh, then it, it is much more difficult uh, to be denied even by the party line uh, media. However, there was an immediate attempt to walk back the statement by other countries. Uh, however, those countries are vassal states like France, Croatia, others that have, of course, uh, no independent say in the matter and are... Uh, part of the uh, the uh, Western attacking phalanx. Germany, of course, is occupied. It has been an occupied country since the end of World War II. And uh, U.S. and NATO military bases uh, fill that country as well as others. So we're now in a situation where, uh, given that uh, the ultimate goal is the destruction of Russia by the West, uh, Russia declared in, in response that uh, all red lines have been crossed and there is no reason for talking to the West any longer. and that they will take <clears throat> appropriate uh, measures in response, are already doing so. There's a warship, a Russian warship, right off the coast of uh, the U.S., practicing uh, firing missiles today. And other uh, military moves and no doubt many things happening behind the scenes that will uh, accelerate the situation and there will now be a, a jockeying of a position, final positioning, uh, and each side knows that the advantage goes to the one who strikes first with a surprise attack. And because everything uh, in this uh, world operates at a fractal nature, what happens at that level out there will happen at this level here, which is perhaps one reason why we had our own shot across the bow today in the kitchen with a minor mishap, but one which I think... Uh, should give pause to everyone about uh, the possibilities of destruction 
uh, in a very uh, close-at-hand area that could disrupt our lives uh, severely. and the fragility of our situation. But unexpected and surprise explosions, that means, will also happen at other levels. And for that and many other reasons, I think the the timeline of uh, the end of Kali Yuga has been revealed now as being very short. In addition, by the way, anyone who wants to eat a pizza in Europe should now know that they contained crushed insects in the pizza dough and in all the other dough and cereals uh, being uh, manufactured there, and that will no doubt spread into the U.S. and other countries. So our purchase of such a product should now be made with extreme care. As I'm sure you understand the health risks of uh, consuming such material. But these are, in a way, minor diversions, which I think now the World Economic Forum has become a sideshow, and uh, even all of the uh, the mandates and all of that, uh, just to keep people's attention from focusing on uh, the primary danger to, at least, uh, physical existence. And so I uh, wanted to uh, make it very clear to satyogis who are serious about attaining jivan mukti uh, that because that effort, although theoretically effortless, uh, for one still identified with body and with uh, the ego, uh, mental stream of consciousness, uh, a great deal of effort is required to sustain the attunement to God consciousness sufficiently to eliminate the sanskaras of the ego, the traces of its uh, delusional projections and uh, its uh, antagonisms and lack of love and uh, uh, lack of freedom, lack of free will, lack of uh, capacity to stand alone uh, without desire for uh, enjoyments in the phenomenal plane and without uh, attachments and codependencies that uh, that level of consciousness will not prove to be sufficient to uh, psychologically survive through the next phase that the world will have to go through as we are all tested in the approach uh, to the omega point.
And so I think uh, yet another heads up is perhaps useful to those who are still not quite serious about the efforts that you're making because they require us to be in unbroken attunement to the Supreme Self. Not occasional or intermittent meditative efforts, but constant and sustained transcendence of the ego mind with the heart open in unconditional love, which is quite a a challenge for those in ego consciousness, as you know. And so these events, uh, as they accelerate, they will humble us if we are not already humbled by the events that have already occurred and by our own recognition of the place of the human ego and the human species, for that matter, and the planetary ecosystem. In fact, the cosmic ecosystem But the good news is that the self is merciful. And that grace is available because grace is always being emanated by the self to all nodes of consciousness that seek and are willing to surrender to the source of our being so that there is no uh, no lack of uh, possibility of self-liberation if there is a sufficient determination and motivation to be free of the chains of the ego and not to buy into identification with uh, its mental chatter and its emotional attitudes and projections. And if one has the courage and the wisdom to free oneself of those patterns of thought and affect and behavior, then uh, liberation is indeed still a realistic alternative to suffering. And so the the blissful self is always realizable for those who are willing to silence the mind by opening the heart in a state of devotion. that is authentic and unending. And one-pointed devotion only to the oneself, not to 
objects or beings in the illusory world because you cannot transcend that world and it will not disappear so long as you are anchored to anyone in it, including your own body, what you think of as your own body. Because, of course, consciousness has no relation to bodies. There are no bodies. There are only light patterns that produce the illusion of form and movement and of uh, physical existence. But as in a dream, no one is actually in the dream. They are just images. And if that is perceived directly, there will be freedom from the sense of being embedded in and as one of those images. And one will rediscover that one is only in the audience watching the film, but not in it. And that the watcher is the self that ultimately at the highest level transcends even that level of duality. And all that had been a film is recognized as information that comes from a zero point. of infinite intelligence and power. And all projections are withdrawn. And so this process of self-liberation must be the activity of the Satyogi which is a non-activity, while the body that's in the holographic dream field continues to function. And it will function flawlessly because it is an instrument of that supreme consciousness that is dreaming all of this. It's an illusion to believe you as an individual bodily being have any agency. You are not a doer. Everything happens. It happens according to karma. It happens according to the ordainer. It happens according to the the unfoldment of the logic of the dream itself. But in fact, it does not truly unfold in time because time itself is part of the illusion and once outside of it, that too disappears. And all of that information of the entire Kronos time cycle is understood as a single instant. A single thought in the mind of God.
And it's this level of consciousness that very few are striving for in any serious way at all. Uh, But those who do will receive the grace that comes of the reciprocation of those efforts. And so this work uh, should not be delayed or diverted from for any other intentions. Even while the body-mind functions, doing all of its service, supporting the community within the dream field and acting frictionlessly, with friendliness and cheerfulness, but without attachments, without collusions, without codependencies, without special relationships, without gossip, without secrets, without judgments and uh, projections, but with cleanliness, spiritual shaucha, spiritual hygiene of not contaminating the morphogenic field of the community with any negative thoughts or vibrations. This is our responsibility to each other if we have any care for each other and for the upliftment of the community as a whole. And so I hope we are bound to that ethic and uh, and that level of consideration uh, to practice such psychological hygiene. <laughs>